Thank you for joining me. Open your Bible to Leviticus chapter 10. Let's get our calls out of the way, wherever you may be hearing this podcast. First of all, I thank you for listening to it. Give it a like, give it a comment and spread the word around. Today's lesson is the sin, excuse me, the sin of Nadab and Abihu. Leviticus chapter 10 and let's read. Leviticus 10. Aaron's sons, Nadab and Abihu, took their censers, put fire in them, and added incense. And they offered unauthorized fire before the Lord, contrary to his command. So fire came out from the presence of the Lord and consumed them, and they died before the Lord. Moses then said to Aaron, This is what the Lord spoke of when he said, Among those who approach me, I will show myself holy. In the sight of all the people, I will be honored. Aaron remained silent. Moses summoned Mishael and Elzaphan, sons of Aaron's uncle Uziel, and said to them, Come here. Carry your cousins outside the camp, away from the front of the sanctuary. So they came and carried them, still in their tunics, outside the camp, as Moses ordered. Then Moses said to Aaron, and his sons Eleazar and Ithamar, Do not let your hair become unkempt, and do not tear your clothes, or you will die, and the Lord will be angry with the whole community. But your relatives, all the house of Israel, may mourn for those the Lord has destroyed by fire. Do not leave the entrance to the tent of meeting, or you will die, because the Lord's anointing oil is on you. So they did as Moses said. Then the Lord said to Aaron, you and your sons are not to drink wine or other fermented drink whenever you go into the tent of meeting, or you will die. This is a lasting ordinance for the generations to come. You must distinguish between the holy and the common, between the unclean and the clean, and you must teach the Israelites all the decrees the Lord has given them through Moses. Moses said to Aaron and his remaining sons, Eleazar and Ithamar, Take the grain offering left over from the offerings made to the Lord by fire, and eat it prepared without yeast beside the altar, for it is most holy. Eat it in a holy place, because it is your share, and your son's share of the offerings made to the Lord by fire, for so I have been commanded. But you and your sons and your daughters may eat the breast that was waved and the thigh that was presented, eat them in a ceremonially clean place, they have been given to you and your children as your share of the Israelites' fellowship offerings. The thigh that was presented and the breast that was waved must be brought with the fat portions of the offerings made by fire to be waved before the Lord as a wave offering. This will be the regular share for you and your children as the Lord has commanded. When Moses inquired about the goat of the sin offering and found that it had been burned up, he was angry with Eleazar and Ithamar, Aaron's remaining sons, and asked, why didn't you eat the sin offering in the sanctuary area? It is most holy. It was given to you to take away the guilt of the community by making atonement for them before the Lord. Since its blood was not taken into the holy place, you should have eaten the goat in the sanctuary area as I commanded. Aaron replied to Moses, Today they sacrifice their sin offering and their burnt offering before the Lord. But such things as this have happened to me. Would the Lord have been pleased if I had eaten the sin offering today? When Moses heard this, he was satisfied. All right, now, 
the last time that we were together, we saw all the sacrifices that Aaron had made. Today, we will look at what happens when we call ourselves worshiping God how we want and not how he wants. As of December 2023, there are said to be 45,000 Christian denominations in the world today. Now, in those denominations, there are some cults mixed in. But for argument's sake, we will go with 45,000. What we do know is that in most of these denominations, the people in them think their way of worship is pleasing to the Lord. It doesn't matter if you're in a, a Presbyterian, a Charismatic, Methodist, Lutheran. It doesn't matter what kind of church you're in. They all think that what they're doing is pleasing to the Lord. But what we find out in Leviticus 10 is that there is only one way to worship God. Moses was instructed very precise things to do and to have the people do for the Lord. This is not this. There is not one time in here where God says, do what you think is best. Now, there are 11 parts to this chapter. Part one, Nadab and Abihu did what they wanted and not what the Lord commanded. We see this in verse one. Now, Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, took their respective fire pans and after putting fire in them, placed incense on it and offered strange fire before the Lord, which he had not commanded. So this is how it starts. Now we move to part two. There was judgment to pay for disobeying the Lord. Verse two, fire came out from the presence of the Lord and consumed them, excuse me, and they died before the Lord. So we see that there was a price to pay for them not obeying the Lord. Part three, Moses caused the relatives of the two men to take them away. We see this in verses three through five. Then Moses said to Aaron, it is what the Lord spoke, saying, by those who come near me, I will be treated as holy. And before all the people, I will be honored. So Aaron, therefore, kept silent. So, I'm sorry. Moses called also to Mishael and Elzaphan, the sons of Aaron's uncle uh, uh, Uziel, and said to them, Come forward, carry your relatives away from the front of the sanctuary to the outside of the camp. So they came forward and carried them still in their tunics to the outside of the camp. And Moses, excuse me, as Moses had said. Then we move to part four. The priests could not leave their post to mourn. We see this in verses six and seven. Then Moses said to Aaron and his sons, uh, Eleazar and Ithamar do not uncover your heads nor tear your clothes so that you may not die and that you may not become wrathful against all the congregation but your kinsmen the whole house of Israel shall be walled the burning which the Lord has brought about you shall not even go out from the doorway of the tent of meeting lest you die for the Lord's anointing oil is upon you so they did according to the word of Moses so we see here that you know, you know, this always kind of reminded me of when Jesus said, let the dead bear their own dead. I'm not saying that this is exactly it, but when the Lord called for a thing to be done, that thing had to be done. And Aaron and his other two sons were on duty. They were on their post. And even though Aaron's two sons were just burned up for disobeying, they absolutely could not leave their post and they had to complete their duties. Which brings us to part five. The Lord told the priest not to drink alcohol. We see this in verses eight and nine. The Lord then spoke to Aaron saying, do not drink wine or strong drink, neither you nor your sons with you. When you come into the tent of meeting so that you may not die, it is a perpetual statue throughout your generations. This was a statue for Aaron, who was the priest. This was written to Israel, not to the church. 
So it kind of tickles me when I see people look at verses like this and they try to somehow bring it to themselves, to, I guess, to try to make themselves feel holy like Aaron was. Part six, there was to be a distinction between Israel and the world. We see this in verses 10 and 11. And so as to make a distinction between the holy and the profane and between the clean, the, excuse me, the unclean and the clean. And so as to teach the sons of Israel all the statutes which the Lord has spoken to them through Moses. So we see that Israel is to have a distinction between them and the rest of the people. Part seven, Moses gives Aaron and his two remaining sons on the remaining grain offering. We see this in verse 12. Then Moses spoke to Aaron and his surviving sons, Eleazar and Ithamar, take the grain offering that is left over from the Lord's offering by fire and eat it unleavened beside the altar for it is most holy. And this is exactly what Aaron and his two sons needed to do. Part eight, Moses gives more instructions on the grain and peace offerings. We see this in verses 13 through 15. You shall eat it, moreover, in a holy place, because it is your due and your son's due out of the Lord's offering by fire. For thus I have been commanded the breast of the wave offering, however, and the thigh of the offering you may eat in a clean place. You and your sons and your daughters with you, for they have been given as your due and your son's due out of the sacrifices of the peace offerings of the sons of Israel, the thigh offered by lifting up and the breast offered by waving. They shall bring along with the offerings by fire or the portions of fat to present as a wave offering before the Lord. So it shall be a thing perpetually do you and your sons with you just as the Lord has commanded. And this is exactly what they were called to do. They were called to do this offering just as the Lord commanded, which brings us to part, which brings us to part nine. Moses is angry with Eleazar and Ithamar. We see this in verses 16 through 18. But Moses searched carefully for the goat of the sin offering and behold, it had been burned up. So he was angry with Aaron's surviving sons, Eleazar and Ithamar saying, why did you not eat the sin offering at the holy place? For it is most holy and he gave it to you to bear away the guilt of the congregation to make atonement for them before the Lord. Behold, since its blood had not been brought inside into the sanctuary, you should certainly have eaten it in the sanctuary just as I commanded. Now, I understand, you know, Moses' anger. Two of his nephews have already paid the price for not obeying God. Now, the other two are doing the same thing. So, Moses, I'm sure, like most uncle, cared and loved his nephews. Two of them have been burned up by for disobeying the Lord, and he doesn't want to see the same thing happen to the other two. So, Moses, you know, jumps to the conclusion that I, I didn't see the goat. You know, you didn't follow what the Lord said. Which brings us to part nine. Aaron puts up a defense. We see this in verse 19. But Aaron spoke to Moses. Behold, this very day they presented their sin offering and their burnt offering before the Lord. When things like these happened to me, if I had eaten a sin offering today, would it have been good in the sight of the Lord? So Aaron puts up a defense and says that his sons have already done these things. Which brings us to part 11 and the end of chapter 10. Moses accepted what Aaron said, verse 20. And when Moses heard that, it seemed good in his sight. So we see that we see that Moses listened to his brother and he believed his brother and it was good in his sight. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of Leviticus chapter 10. Remember, wherever you are, wherever you are getting this podcast, 
spread the word that there's a guy out there going through the Bible verse by verse in chronological order. This way we get the full context. Wherever you may be getting this podcast, like it, like, subscribe, do all that good stuff over there. And until next time, that's all for now. God bless.